Welcome to the show, Infertility Tribe, with your host, Alexandra Eva May. There is no reason you need to be suffering through infertility by yourself. There's a tribe of us out there. Let's come together. I'm going to be sharing my journey through the whole infertility experience to hopefully give you some emotional support and fertility tips along the way. Hey, tribe, back at it again. Another Tribe Thursday. Uh, I do my best about episodes every week, but obviously I had a bit of a break. Um, my episode last week about my kind of experience with PCOS was the first episode I put out in probably a month. So I'm going to try to come at you every Thursday or every other Thursday if I can. This is all just me like literally talking into my phone, using the Anchor app. It's not that hard to make a podcast this way. It's actually pretty cool. Um, I started this to connect with other people going through this and just kind of get my thoughts out there. So thank you to anybody who's listened to episodes or who is continuing to listen. Anyone who sent me messages online, you guys are amazing. Honestly, I've, this week has been, I don't know, it's, I'm trying to look into ways to manage PCOS to help with fertility and so that's kind of taken up a lot of my time. I've been joking with my partner. His name is Terrace, by the way, for anybody listening, because I've talked about him a little bit. But I was joking with him yesterday. We were watching TV with COVID. We do a lot of Netflixing anyways. And I was like, okay, just hold on. I need to go be a doctor for a while. I need to be a scientist. I need to go because I was researching all day and I was going through like, um, I would say two months ago, I had my doctor print out all my bl- like results from my blood test. So I was going through it, but I don't know how to read the results. So I was like reading the levels with the measurements and then going online and looking what's the average level for FSH and LH and all my different hormones. And so anyway, I was being like a scientist. I was calling myself a doctor. Anyways, but through that, I did a ton of research on like supplements that I could be taking uh, for not just fertility, but for PCOS specifically to help with fertility. So I've kind of spent this week getting that together looking things up, making orders on Amazon. Um, Yeah, so it's been productive, I guess. Uh, But it's also kind of, I would say today and yesterday, I've been sort of emotional about it. Um, This infertility journey, for a while, I was focusing on it so, so much, and it was really hard on my mental health. And so I made a decision, you know what, I can't let this control my life. I need to try to, you know, just, you know, it is what it is. I can't, I can't do much about it. So I need to sort of let it go. And I, I do that most days, but like today and yesterday, today was particular. I got pretty upset about it. Sometimes it just hits you. I don't know. You get in this kind of, I find this like circular motion of this is just your life. This infertility, it's yours. It's stuck with you and you kind of just accept it. Um, And then some days it hits you like, oh my God, I can't believe this is, yeah, this is what's going on. So anyways, um, that's kind of been my week. I also blogged and that's what this episode is about. And me talking about what infertility feels like. I know I'm preaching to the choir, um, but I wanted to read this blog on the podcast because I just, I don't know, i it was a, a blog, a post that's been sitting with me for a couple months, and then I finally 
put it out on my blog. My blog is, um, if you want to find it, it's www.thesplendidpath.com. Um, and I've been actually using it for years. I've been blogging about my divorce and stuff and mental health and self-care. But recently it's been about infertility because I have been dealing with this for a year and a half. Um, but only this year I actually started writing about it. I finally, I was really kind of ashamed of it and shy about it. Didn't want to talk about it. And finally I was like, you know what, whatever. It's part of my story. I don't care. I know infertility is taboo and not everyone talks about it, but I obviously do, and I want to make other people feel comfortable talking about their own infertility journey. So I started blogging this year. Um, but anyway, so I'm, yeah, this is the recent post, and I wanted to read it on here. So here it goes. Uh, when we first started trying, I was unbelievably hopeful. I didn't think there would be any problems because I didn't really have any reason to worry. After all, my mom had given birth to three healthy children, myself and my brother and sister. So genetically, I thought I'd have no issue. I was also healthy and still in the doctor-determined childbearing years. You know, I was still under 35. And even if you're over 35 and trying to have a baby, you're still in the childbearing years. But I thought, you know, I'm even under 35. I'll be okay. I thought I was a pretty safe bet for pregnancy without much hassle. When we first started trying and I didn't get pregnant in the first few months, I didn't worry too much and still felt confident it would happen. After all, many couples have to try for months and months before they get pregnant, and I assume that was the case for us. With each month that passed, my worry that motherhood would never happen grew and grew. Every negative test was another month of heartbreaking disappointment. When we hit the year mark of trying, we weren't any closer to being parents and had spent over $2,000 on fertility acupuncture, vitamins, and supplements. Even though I thought I was prepared, and I knew and knew exactly what the doctor would say when he delivered the official diagnosis of infertility, I crumbled. I felt somewhat in pieces ever since. However, the feelings you deal with during the infertility journey are a lot more complicated than just that. So first of all, infertility feels lonely. Infertility is incredibly isolating. I have a loving family and wonderful friends. I also have an extremely supportive partner who's in this whole thing with me. At the same time, they don't fully understand my experience. I don't have anyone close to me who's been through this. My friends who have children who were able to get pregnant with, they were able to get pregnant without much struggle. Friends who are struggling that I know of already have one child and don't know the pain of not even being able to have one. Every year, there's colleague after colleague going on maternity leave. I felt like no one in my life truly understands what I'm going through. And that's a lonely place to be. Infertility also feels shameful. I feel ashamed that I can't do the one thing that I thought my body as a woman was supposed to be able to do. I feel ashamed that I can't do the one thing I always assumed I would do. I feel ashamed that so many people around me are able to become pregnant and I can't. Even though I knew that fertility and motherhood is somewhat out of my control, shame creeps into my mind more often than I'd like to admit. Infertility fuels jealousy. When another friend or coworker announces they're pregnant, I'm always really happy for them. However, even though this is really hard for me to admit, I also feel jealous. When I see Facebook or Instagram posts of friends posting pictures of the children, 
I feel jealous. When I see a mom with her baby or her young children at the grocery store, I feel jealous. When I go to work as an elementary teacher, I feel jealous of the parents who send these lovely kids to school. All of these people have the one thing I've always wanted that I always, <laughs> that I always thought was part of my destiny, becoming a parent. During this journey, it's easy to go down the jealousy wormhole. Infertility also fuels anger. Sometimes the infertility journey makes my blood boil. I get so angry at my genetics. I get angry at my uterus and my ovaries. I get angry at my PCOS. I get angry at myself. I get angry with moms that I hear complaining about motherhood because I'm not even fortunate enough to have motherhood to complain about. I get upset with my partner. I get angry with God. Some days my anger has no bounds. Infertility also feels really out of control. There's so many things in our life we can control. Our careers, relationships, friendships, diet, exercise. Unfortunately, for those of us who are part of the infertility tribe, our fertility and our ability to become pregnant is kind of out of our control. Of course, there's a lot we can do and there's measures we can take to improve fertility. However, at the end of the day, there's only so much we can do. Infertility makes me feel broken. There have been so many days on this journey where I've felt broken. Even though infertility requires you to create a whole new set of coping skills and develop a tougher skin, there are some days where I feel like such a failure. I've felt so empty. Infertility makes me feel like less of a woman. At times, I just feel so damaged and broken. Infertility also feels hopeless. Us as infertility warriors, we are incredible at staying hopeful, even through the storms. At the same time, when struggling through this, it's so easy to go to dark places thinking words like impossible. Even though I know there's a long road ahead and many avenues I can take that could lead to motherhood, infertility feels hopeless. Now that I'm a year and a half into this journey and I'm still not pregnant, I feel at times like my efforts are ultimately leading me to a dead end. Infertility feels endless. I have no idea how this infertility journey is going to end for me. I try to hold on to my dream of motherhood and keep my head up. I try to stay hopeful even if I feel hopeless. I try to tell myself that this year, it'll be the year. At the same time, I don't know how long it will take to get pregnant or how this journey will end. Worse than this, if I truly can't get pregnant, I have no idea when I'll throw in the towel and give up trying. I wonder when I would give up on all hope. I wonder a lot of things. I wonder if there will ever be a true end to this. And last of all, Infertility is traumatic. Whichever way you look at it, whichever way you see infertility, it's traumatic. It changes what you think about yourself, and it changes how you see the world. Research has shown that women dealing with infertility have depression and anxiety levels similar to those with cancer, HIV, and heart disease. Infertility makes you feel inadequate. It can wreak havoc on your mental health. It can ruin marriages and does a number on your self-worth. Infertility also destroys the image you had in your mind about what you imagined your life to be. 
Those children you always thought you'd have are no longer certain. Nothing is certain. Even if you do end up becoming pregnant and having healthy children, the pain of infertility sometimes doesn't fade and the trauma of it all can be hard to heal. If you've struggled with any of the feelings I talked about today, please know that you aren't alone. Uh, so that that was my recent blog post. Um, thanks for listening <laughs> to those of my post. And if you already read it, I guess this is redundant. This episode doesn't really matter. And I try in my episodes to offer maybe a bit of advice or help or hope. And this one doesn't really. It's just my feelings about this whole experience. And maybe you hear yourself in there somewhere. And, you know, there's hope in that. And there's there's solidarity in that. Knowing that you aren't alone if you have felt broken if you felt hopeless if you felt out of control or angry or jealous or felt shame or felt so utterly alone online we have we we inspire each other and we bring a lot of hope to one another as infertility warriors which is amazing and incredible and i hope that this show brings you some hope and i don't know i'm not that funny but like whatever once in a while maybe brings a smile to your face but i also want to be real about it and sometimes you know and as we know dealing with infertility fucking sucks and we go through these shitty ass feelings but there's something to be said knowing that we're all kind of going through those shitty feelings and you know every day isn't a bad day um for sure not there's a lot of hope and positive things that can come from this and lessons and i'm just trying to keep my head up (laughs) but today i guess was about sharing the darker feelings Thanks for listening. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, review, comment, recommend the show to another infertility warrior going through the infertility journey. You can also find myself and the tribe on Instagram at infertility tribe. You can send me a direct message there if you have a question you want me to answer on the show or if you have a story you want me to share with the listeners. As well, you can find me on my personal blog at www.thesplendidpath.com or on Instagram at thesplendidpath.com. Thank you.